stop thinking you're gonna stop this run right now. Like, that's what I say to myself in my head. really fully expected you to say four and then you said five nope she's wrong (laughs) no it is no I'm pretty sure it's five Um, so welcome back we're excited to be here today um Carly do you want to last episode we were together but right now we're in a very different situation I um was home visiting Brooke but now I know we always start with life life updates so I'm just I'm hopping right into it it's fine okay so I am currently recording from my new job. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I was talking about this in the last episode that I what like hated my old job. Shout out to anyone who's listening. Sorry, not sorry, but <laughs> whatever. Um, and I'm just really excited. Today was this week was my first week and it went really well. I am in marketing. I'll just you know say that it's um, in Manhattan and the commute was a little ridiculous with the snow. Wonderful, but we made it and I'm almost at Friday. We're recording this on Thursday, so we I hung back at work uh, to record this because this is kind of like how we have to do things now, but. I really I just want to say it's part. funny that you all you said was we had a little bit of trouble with the snow and the rain, but really, you texted me Monday morning that your socks were soaking wet before you got to work on your first day. I feel yeah. like it was a little more traumatic than you're letting on. Oh my god, you're right, you're right. Thanks for calling me out on that because this is really <laughs> um, I forget why I thought it was okay. Oh no, I don't have rain boots. That's why I thought it was okay to just wear my little velour loafers. Loafers, by the way, um, which are completely destroyed now, but they look okay. So I'm going with it, but they need like, I'm wondering, I'm curious if fabric softener would help because the velour, like, you know, the soft velour I'm talking about, it's like the juicy couture suits used to be. Um, well, what I told Carly was this was her first lesson. I mean, in just the city living, I feel like everyone always brings their work shoes in their bag. And wait, yeah. So now I, I feel found, like that's what you have to do from now on. Yeah. Well, I found the bag that the little shoes like came in. Thankfully, I saved that. I don't know why I did that. Usually, I throw <laughs> out that type of stuff, but I saved it, and I now I have that in my bag, and I've been wearing my like Adidas sneakers on my commute, like regardless now of the weather, just because they're comfier, yeah. and I can like run to the train if I need to. Which, which, <laughs> oh my god, which is another funny thing about my first day because I had to be here at eight thirty. And so I take the train. So I live in Hoboken, which is like across the Hudson from Manhattan, if you're not familiar. But most of our audience right now is completely yeah. familiar. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's so it's probably a 15 minute train ride. It's probably a 10 minute walk to the train, something like that. And I had no idea what the schedule was. I was just leaving the house to show up. So I get there. Why would and- you not check the schedule? Um, just because I knew they ran like every couple of minutes, and I just I, just, I am so the planner out of the two of us, and Carly is just like this. Just is what Carly does. She's like, yeah, I'll just show up when I show up, and I'm hope that it works planner, out. I'm, I'm a good planner when I need to be, but there's just times where I guess I don't think to plan, and then I don't, and I'm like, 
shit. But then there's other things where I'm like, I arrive 45 minutes early unnecessarily because I'm like that. So it depends for me. But that being said, I well, so here's my logic is they, I thought they ran like really frequently. Like they don't, they run maybe like every nine-ish minutes. So now I know there's a 750 one for uh one a 757 and an 804 and an eight like 11 or something okay, that's pretty so close i missed yeah that's pretty close together so i didn't think i'd have a problem but apparently i did because i i the 804 slammed in my face i literally ran up to the train and the door just closed and i was like <laughs> okay first day wonderful <laughs> So meanwhile, my my shoes are completely soaked. I I basically almost get hit in the face with the train door. It's terrifying, terrifying experience. And then I'm late. So I, I texted the girl. It was fine. Like everybody kind of rolls in between eight thirty and nine anyway. So I didn't look like an idiot. But I felt so bad. I was like, oh my god! Like the first thing, I couldn't even do it. So, but um, now that I'm at the end of the week, it's been a good week. And I was I think I was texting you on Tuesday, Wednesday. I know it's like early on to say this but I really do I'm like I love this so far it's so different from what I was doing it's so much better I really I like realize how like depressed I was because I used to like not want to wake up and get out of bed and I would do anything to just not get out of bed and now I'm just like yeah I'm comfy and I want to stay here but I'm just gonna get up (laughs) well I'm happy to hear that you're liking it and I hope it continues yeah, I hope it does. I mean, I know it's probably not going to be, like, amazing all the time. I know it's going to get busy and stuff and and whatnot, but that's my job update. I had, yeah. like, a running update, and I'll keep you shorter since I just, like, spent the last five minutes yelling about <laughs> shoes and trains. Um, running has been really, really hard. Um I'm start. I, I should – I actually – the plan that I'm using for the marathon starts next week. And I, so I did want to do a couple runs this week, really low mileage, and I can't even get through them for some reason. And actually, this episode is going to be about like tips for new runners. So I'm actually really excited because as I was writing these down and like researching them and looking them up, I realized I've been forgetting a lot of these. So I'm really excited to go back through them. And I'm thinking that possibly that's why I kind of like lost my groove because I stopped running for a while. And in terms of my diet, like I said, I was going to go vegan. I feel like I have to follow up. Okay. Uh, I was doing it pretty well, kind of. But now I'm kind of back <laughs> on the drawing board of like, do I really want to do this? What, what should I do? And then I talked to you all day today about potentially counting. Was it hard for you to maintain throughout the week or just like what do you think made it difficult? Um, I don't think it made it difficult. I think I like realized I may want – to have different eating goals so at first I was like at first I think I was just like wow like food's making me feel like shit lately so Mm. let's go (laughs) but after doing it it's not like I didn't like it I think I just I mean I also didn't even really do it for that long I literally did it for like a week and a half but I'm starting to think maybe I just kind of want to eat better and also maybe watch the amount that I'm eating a little bit more and kind of just not not to necessarily like I was saying to you like I'd be happy if I lost maybe like a couple of pounds just to lean out a little bit with running and make running a little Mm -hmm. bit easier 
but I think that I realized I kind of just want to see how my body reacts, I guess, and get into a routine of eating certain things that I know feel good. And I also know how much is going in my body, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Okay, nice. Well, I'm sorry that you had a tough week with running, but hopefully, you know, we're going to be running a lot. So I just think you just got to get back in the swing of things. Um, But did you have anything else? (laughs) That was it. I'm done. I have a ton of running, but you go now. Yeah, well, kind of on the flip side, I've actually had a really good week with running. This is my kind of like pre-training training plan. So I'm really just starting this week. And sort of last week, I started to get into just um, when does I want to be on this. When does what? your when do you want to start your training? Are you starting next week or when? You, like- so my training starts December 29th, I believe. It's the Sunday after Christmas 17? before New Year's. You're doing so a- what? You're doing a 17 week. Or I think it's 18. Oh, did I do that? Right? I have like a whole plan in front of me. I did it. I like put it out. It starts. Yeah. Oh no. It's December 23rd. It starts. So it's yeah. 18 weeks. Oh, then I think we're starting at the same time. Ooh. Ooh. Um, well, so the program that I'm doing, it's running four days a week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday. So I normally have only been running like two to three days a week for the past couple months. So, um, this was my first week that I'm doing four days in a week and my first time ever that I've run three days in a row. Today was my third day. Um, cause like we said, it is Thursday. So I ran three miles Tuesday, four miles yesterday and three miles today. Um, and it actually went pretty well yesterday. I thought it would just be like a slow, like I went out, I was like, I'm not going to check my watch. Like I'm just going to run and do like what feels good. Cause I like thought I did a pretty fast 5k on Tuesday, but I actually ended up getting my fastest 5k time yesterday. It felt so good that I decided I was only supposed to run three miles yesterday, but I always run the 5k 3.1. Um, but so it felt so good. I, I mean, my PR is not fast at all. It, I did it in it? 29 minutes and three seconds. That's actually um, faster than me at this point. No joke. <laughs> not kidding. Um, but so then that felt so good that I was like, okay, I'm just going to run another mile. And I did my fast. I've, I've never really tried to run a fast mile. So I even think I could do it faster than this. Cause it was after three miles, but I did, um, eight minutes and 21 seconds. Are you freaking for real. That's so good. Yeah. Yeah, so that was my mile yesterday after the 5K. So I'm feeling pretty good. Um, I love I just got to make sure, and I will reinforce this later in the episode. I'm going to, I've been stretch and stretching and foam rolling every day to make sure that mm-hmm. I'm not getting injured since I am, like I said, upping my days of the week. Um, my mileage, I'm not upping really that much. I've been running pretty much around 15 miles a week. Um, cool. So my training, I believe it starts at 20. So I'm like the next three three or two or three weeks now, I guess, um, before I start on the 23rd. Um, I'm just trying to get that mileage up to 20. Yeah. I'm and- just trying to like not suck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, I, yeah. Well, I'm happy to hear you're doing well because this is Thanks. Just- we don't know how long it'll last. I was telling Carly there's ups and downs. So right yeah. now I'm feeling it good. Hope it continues, but, um, it is what it is. So we're in it for the long haul. <laughs> That's for yeah. sure. And this is just going to be so interesting, this whole thing, <laughs> this whole, <laughs> whole thing. But we're here. You're right. We're on. We're in it. Like, it's, it's it. We're committed. We're just making it happen. But yeah. Um, is there anything else? Do you, like, life update? 
Really? No, life's been kind of boring. So, um, I'm trying to think if you've told me anything exciting over the last. Well, there is one thing I feel like maybe I'm saying it too soon, but like I'll let you guys know if it totally is a failure. But I do have a job interview tomorrow. Oh, um, yeah. You texted us yeah. and I didn't even think we answered you. Sorry. Yeah, nobody answered me. I asked my friends for their like best interview tips. And but also, answered. for the record, <laughs> you're the one in HR. So why am I giving you? I know. <laughs> and what I said was like, I mean, obviously, I have like. I have my own like tips and my things that I do, which like maybe eventually if you guys are interested in something like that, we can do an episode on like interviewing. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. That's not relevant, but if you want it, we'll do but, it. Like, anyway. Like learn um, about yourself in the interview. <laughs> yeah. But my point is just like everyone has their own best practices. So why wouldn't I want to like accumulate no, all the true. best tips ever? Well, here's my tip. All my friends like you are smart and successful and wonderful. And so I know that you guys have good opinions. I'll give you some of my tips via podcast real quick. Top okay. three. One, stalk the person as best you can who you're interviewing with. <laughs> Two, um, I'm trying to think of like my best ones. Oh, hardcore have answers and questions prepared, which I feel like you do. And oh, you know what? I'll do this for number three since I feel like I've become quite the expert on the price negotiation or the salary Ooh. negotiation. And not that this is my best tip, but because I think people get so freaking scared about it, I'll mention it. But I like to look up the position and the location and what the average salary is. And I like to say, this is the average salary. This is what I'm asking for based on that. And usually that's a lot more solid than like, I want a bit paid $100,000. <laughs> but you, you, you know, you give them a fact and then... You don't, you don't budge, you know, you, you got to anchor high. That's what we learn in sales with price. You got to anchor high. But yeah, those are my tips. You're welcome. Carly's career tips. Thanks. In my interview, but I'll let you guys know um, yeah. if it goes anywhere or if I totally bomb it, I'll let you know that too. Where um, is it? But, uh, I don't want to say. Yet. Oh, okay. Oh, right, right. Sorry. We're like, whatever. We're not having a phone conversation. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, let's just get right into the topic. Carly, you want to start us off? Yes. I actually wanted to lead this because I got, like I said, I got really excited about when I was doing the, I, I obviously know how to run. Obviously, like we've been running for quite some time. I ran track. I did lacrosse, like running I've been doing for quite a while. But like I said, this was really cool to reevaluate and like go back through all of this and and sort of like relearn things that I forgot. And that's the thing too, is even if you're like the most, and I guess I learned this kind of doing this, and even if you're the most seasoned runner, sometimes it's it's so helpful to go back and like comb through the basics because there could be, because like I'm a cocky runner, not, not going to lie. <laughs> I roll out of my house. I just start like running and doing whatever I want. And then like halfway through, I'm like, why do I feel like this is the first time I've gone out to run? This is stupid. No, that's why people always say back to basics. Like that stuff is so important. I grew up cheerleading and like we did handstands up and through college. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. we were always doing those simple like moves yeah. that you do when you're younger because it like helps your core. Like it helps, yeah. you know what I mean? Like and I- in your form and everything like that. Even if you're doing fulls, like you need to know how to do a handstand. Yeah, and I did the same <laughs> for lacrosse too. We started every practice with like throwing and catch drills. Because, yeah. yeah, right. So fair, 
fair. I was being a little bit of a jerk. But anyway, so I wanted to break this down, obviously, in the most like logical way of talking about the tips for before the run, on the run, and then after the run that um, we think are just kind of like the best practices and things that obviously, as we talk through, we'll like highly recommend. And also, I have actually some things that are sort of proven in terms of research because I went there. So, <laughs> Probably coming prepared today. <laughs> so I wanted to talk about, let's start off with what to wear. Because um, I think, <laughs> what do you, you want to look cute when you're running, but um, no, no opposite I, of what you should be putting on no, is what but, looks good. <laughs> um, my recommendation and for what from my experience obviously dressing for the weather is important if you're gonna run um outside obviously if you're running in a treadmill like you probably know how hot or cold it is in your gym plus there's a little fan thingy so do that accordingly but also don't ever on this earth think you're gonna be comfortable wearing cotton (laughs) (laughs) cotton is terrible it absorbs sweat it gets heavier it gets itchy and it smells like shit (laughs) so if you're gonna do anything yeah it just irritates your skin mostly i mean it depending on like what type of there's not a single there's not a single good thing about it i'm not joking and so (laughs) i so you got to look for things that are, and this is in air quotes because this is the verbiage I saw on the internet, but I've also never heard this before, but like water wicking. So for those yeah. in um, more familiar, like Under Armour stuff, things, I can't think of the word, like the compression shorts or like, uh, like spandexy kind of, I, I guess. Um, material stuff that water rolls off of and sweat. Yeah, it's supposed to be any like so when you sweat, like it's not absorbing the sweat or anything. Yeah, like it's that. gonna roll. I've heard that too. Yeah, that's if okay. You look at, like when you look at the specs, when you look at clothes online, it'll usually say. Yeah, so I think that's huge. Um, in terms of like cold weather and being outside, headbands. You can bring gloves. There's you can layer leggings, you can layer, usually if for me, if it's around like this temperature, so 29 degrees Fahrenheit, if you're into Celsius, it's Fahrenheit <laughs> that I'm using. Uh, I like to do leggings, but like leggings with like a, co- like not cotton, but like a comfy inside, like a warm, yeah, like a thick therm- thermal inside, I guess. And a similar uh long sleeve and then a sweatshirt or maybe even a shirt and a sweatshirt if it's that cold and a headband and sometimes I'll wear gloves but a lot of the time I wind up taking them off because your my hands get really warm for some yeah so I'll say like the first 10 minutes of a run are the most brutal yeah um in the cold and I feel like what I I think I'm gonna start doing um when I run at my boyfriend's house, there's like a few, I, basically I run from his neighborhood and I can go to a few different places. So what I'm thinking of doing in the winter is sometimes I just need to warm up. So like maybe if you can do like a loop and then like drop off some stuff, like if you want to drop off your gloves or your, yeah. you know, if you put on maybe like a neck strap or something like that, if you can do that during your run um, to stop off and drop things off, I think that's good. Also just making sure you're warming up. Um, maybe do like a little bit of a walk beforehand, um, just to get your body pumping. Um, I'll also say 
warm, hot weather, but if you're going to wear like a cap, uh, visors are better than hats because it doesn't keep that heat in. Um, one last thing I'll mention, especially depending on the type of clothing that you're wearing, body glide is like the thing for runners. You should buy it. Uh, you can definitely find at your local running store or probably on Amazon. Um, but yeah, definitely recommend that, especially for our females, um, nips, you just got to do it. Even males, you definitely want something on your nips. Um, but wait, yeah. that's for that's for like all types of shape chafing, correct? Yeah, like you can put it under your oh, arms, under your legs, okay. under your butt cheeks, like whatever's <laughs> going on. I was just gonna tell you something really funny, but like, like the butt crack, like no lie, do it, what you got to do. It's so bad. It's so. That's bad. what it's for. I mean, before our half marathon, I like vaselined my entire body. I was like, I don't know what's gonna happen, but I'm vaselining everything. I'm, actually, if I'm being honest, I think it's possibly because I'm an over sweaty human. Like I'm constantly sweat producing sweat. This is so gross. I'm so sorry, but I'm like not normal sweaty. I'm overly sweaty. So I think that for me that creates like a, like some slippage. So I think I'm, so my my reason for saying this is I think I'm usually fine. Like I don't actually have body glide. I use Vaseline because I don't need it as much. But when we ran the half marathon, for some reason, I got chafing between my legs, between my butt crack, and I was and under my armpits. I was like, "What is this hell that I am in?" Like, I have no idea why. But yes, hardcore. Yeah, normally, you learn the hard way with that kind of stuff. So <laughs> that's why we're here. That's why we're doing this. Yes. Um. So yes, and then I said this in the last video about our like gift guide, but shoes. Mm. Uh, if you're gonna do this and you're serious. I highly, highly, highly cannot recommend enough like getting shoes from a running store where they look at your feet on a treadmill and they say, you need this much support or you need a narrower shoe because I would never run in certain shoes. I just, I I can't. And I know your take is pretty much the same. So mm-hmm. that's something we completely agree on. Uh, I know you said to doing a walk or run. I think that I had that on my list as well. Um, Another thing that I actually read was that you should do dynamic stretching, obviously. If you don't know what dynamic stretching is, it's like walking and kicking up your leg. It's It's multiple movements, I think. Yeah, I would Google it. We used to do it in track where we would take like maybe um, go about like three or four 10 yard lines is what it is right on a football mm-hmm. field yeah we would go like three or four lines and we would walk and kick our leg up separately we would you know do tuck jumps we would do lunges and things like that you can look up all the different moves but yeah I actually have a whole like routine that I do before I yeah. do pretty much my long runs like I'm very very consistent with it um if you guys would be interested comment on any of our Instagram posts and let me know and I'll post a video yeah. um of my warm up. I mean, it, it is just doing a lot of dynamic stretches um, because otherwise, I don't know how people run if you don't stretch beforehand. That's also, my huge thing. Yeah. Just what I what I, what I did read <laughs> is that sorry, static stretching is actually bad for you. Before interesting, then. I don't really know why. I think it's because your muscles don't get the chance to like like. There's no blood flow really. Mm-hmm. When you're moving, there's a blood flow and it goes through to your. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so I 
I think that that's why, but I know for a fact, like it can actually um, cause injury. So I, please yeah. don't do it. You could do it post run. I'm pretty sure. Cause you're already thinking about it. You're, you're already blood flowing. Your muscles yeah, are warmed yeah. up. They're stretched out. So I would recommend it for post run. So maybe think, do like a couple of dynamic stretches before and then static after. And static for, if you don't know, is just like not moving while stretching. So but like touching your toes. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like sitting, sitting down, down and grabbing your toes. The butterfly little sit where you kind of open up your hips. Yeah, just different um, uh, stretches where you're not moving. And, oh, I have two more on my list for before. Oh, no, three. Okay. Sorry. Uh, okay. I'll start with a really – another in-depth one that we'll talk about, and then there's two, like, little ones. So food. Yes. And water. This is on my list, (laughs) of course. So obviously don't eat a burger and run. (laughs) And you can't – and so here's my thing too is you can run on an empty stomach, but I wouldn't do like your long – I would say that depends. Yeah, I wouldn't do your long run of the week on an empty stomach. Oh, no, 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 no. Never. I would not – even three, like usually I would really only do a one or two mile one run fasted. And if mm-hmm. it's if I do it first thing in the morning, obviously everyone's different. It depends what you ate the day before and when. Mm-hmm. Um, but generally I wouldn't recommend that. Also, I will say probably try to eat six or one to two hours before you have to do a run. Yeah. Um, yeah. I need – I mean I could do it maybe in 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, if it's a small meal like a banana or oatmeal. Um but that's my general recommendation for timing. Um, some things mm-hmm. that have helped for me is eating carbs, obviously. Eat it because I think I actually read somewhere too that protein and fat slows you down. Well, I've heard, I guess it depends. I mean, obviously, with everything that we say, everyone's different, but generally they say more carb and a little bit of fat. And then well, after, yeah. we'll get to after. <laughs> your body burns, your body burns the carbs first and i guess mm-hmm. that's probably why but well, so that's why they suggest toast with peanut butter or so peanut butter is my go-to with a banana potentially and the reason why is because i also like to stay away from acidic foods mm-hmm. because my stomach will like destroy me and so i like that's my go-to is a piece of toast with uh, peanut butter the other reason why is because carbs that are like um starch based or things that like bread and and pasta and things like that actually give you a type of energy that's more like sustained it's longer it it, it's like a slow drip almost whereas Mm -hmm. like a banana or an apple will give you a short spike of energy because it's based in sugar so if you're going to do like a fast two mile run and you need to eat like a little something before I would go with like an apple. But if you're about to do like four or five miles or something and you're really hungry, like I would go for the toast and peanut butter, whatever version of that works for you. Yeah. Well, what I do, I normally do um, like one serving of like plain cereal with peanut butter and banana in my oatmeal. And that's my favorite. Like sometimes maybe if I just have Maybe I'll just have a banana and grape sometimes if it's not as long of a run. Um, but usually I will have something or like in that sphere. But yeah. Most of the time, you know, banana. It seems like, I mean, obviously, like you said, everybody's different, but it seems like those yeah. are pretty solid if they work for the yeah. both of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last thing is just don't drink too much water because you'll have to pee. Mm-hmm. 
I know. Well, so they, I, the point of like, well, what I try to do is I try to stay hydrated every single day. Um, and that's really beneficial for running. (laughs) Um, cause you definitely want to make sure you're hydrated before. So I would say the day before run is just as important. So usually when I wake up at seven, um, like I'll go downstairs and I'll fill up one glass of water. Um, and I'll, that whole glass of water like slowly until I run and that's pretty much the only maybe like I'll have a little more than that sometimes um but generally I'll have one glass the morning before I run if only I'm running like that's the first thing I'm doing pretty much um that's my tip my method is a little bit different and probably okay. not good for a first-time runner, but okay. I, I obsessively <laughs> drink water, so I just constantly have to pee, so I just make sure to pee before I run, and that's it. <laughs> I also do that. <laughs> but, like, literally, I don't think there's a single run I've ever done in my life where I haven't peed before it, like, and I've yeah. been But the last two, is that all you have for food? Yep, yeah, I'm good. Um, good music is mm. key. <laughs> well, that's... Well, yeah, you want to set yourself up, I guess. I'm like, we're getting a little in the dooring, I'd say. Uh, yeah, actually, we are. But these these two are also, you set it up before. You're not going to make the playlist on your run. Like, make sure you have All right, it. there. I will say I'm a podcast listener on my runs lately, That's so weird. download that podcast beforehand. I've tried. I've tried to do that. That's weird to me. The other thing I'll say, <laughs> if you're a very intense person and you like, okay, this is going to be really weird, but if you're, like, one of those people who likes, like, hearing – um like a guy in a really deep voice say like you want to be successful yeah we're gonna like you, you know what i you know what i'm talking about bro no <laughs> <laughs> you think i can play it like you know what i mean when somebody yeah try to play it pull it up hold on it's like the really intense like have you ever seen the really intense sports videos where the guy's like i'm more getting like car salesman vibes like do you want to buy a car (laughs) no 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 no. that's not what i mean i mean the guy who's like winners wake up every day it's like a sports thing and there and usually it's oh like one of the yeah like a two-minute thing that's like yes yes it's oh my god i have it okay wait please please hold okay And so it comes in the form of a video, too, where you could watch. I used to listen to this um, on my on the tread on the Stairmaster because I, like, didn't want to fall off. So I (laughs) would listen to it so that I would, like, stay on because I was so scared. Well, it's funny because the first time I ever ran 13 miles was like during our training for the half marathon. Like I was supposed to do like 11 miles and I just like went and did 13. But I remember when I was running and I really needed the motivation. So I looked, I don't normally listen to these things. I've only ever listened to them like for cheerleading when my coaches played them before competitions. So like, I'm not like you in the sense that I listen to them often. But for some reason I was like, I need extra support. And I like went on YouTube and I looked up those videos and I listened to like a 40 minute one, like between probably like my eighth and 12th mile like and I, I remember that and it really it got me there so <laughs> I got it I got it I got it I got it okay, okay. all right let's hear all right. it this one's called fight through this oh no it won't open oh come on oh wait 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 we got it we got it no I'm sorry this one's called consistent okay oh my god Brooke it's not working hold on let me try and pull it up on my on my laptop wait I can try wait here here let me try I think I got it oh there's an app <laughs> Can you hear mine? Surprise! Yeah, I can. Yeah. Okay. All right. 
Everybody's got a dream. Everybody's got a goal. What's the plan? Your plan has got to be clear, concise, compelling, consistent, and committed. You've got to have. So it starts off like this. Now skip to the end. Okay. Like not like the, the end, but like in like a minute. Okay. Like. I challenge you. I challenge you to make up the gap. I challenge you to go from average. I challenge you to go from good. I challenge you to go from great. And I challenge you to be phenomenal. I challenge you to live in beast mode because beast mode makes more money than average does. Period. When you are a true hunter, you don't go by time. You go by the gazelle. You don't hunt from 8 to 3. Why? Because the gazelle may not be open from 8 to 3. You hunt until you get a gazelle, and you don't stop until you get one. And then you get another, and then you get another, and you get another. Well, he's, <laughs> he's, talking, about, he's talking about being a lion in the... In the in the wild and you don't Uh, yeah (laughs) i'm like what is i didn't realize there was that much stuff about gazelles no it's a whole story but like i i'm not motivated by gazelles the reason why i like this stuff is because okay so when i'm having like a tough run and i'm out there in my head i live in a gazelle no out there from eight to three (laughs) i gotta be like i'm gonna be like You've done this before. Like, I don't know what you think you're doing trying to stop. Like, what the fuck? Like, you know, I'm somebody to yell at you. I I yell at myself in my head, basically. I'm like, keep going. Like, what are you doing? Like, stop thinking you're going to stop this run right now. Like, that's what I say to myself in my head. So this stuff is basically the same thing, but just some from somebody else's mouth. Like, I love it. It gets me me feeling very intense. So if that's something you you like, I there you go. I just showed you that, and hopefully you like it and you use it because I think it's really funny and I think it's really, I like it. It's helpful. <laughs> Thanks for playing that. That's funny. Um, I have one more before tip. I feel like this is so obvious, but I just have to put it in there. Okay. But like, I love sleep. Sleep is so important. If you went mm-hmm. out drinking last night and got three hours of sleep, please don't run today. I don't care if it's you a could new run, but like, it's gonna suck. Just wanted what. I said, like, you could run, but it's going to suck. And don't, like, yeah. take that as, like, wow, running sucks. It's like, no, you suck. And also, that's really – I don't want you to make it an excuse to not run. I want it to kind of be, like, an excuse for you to get your sleep. So, I agree. I like that. After, I – like, it's so funny because I feel like I'm the fairy that's like, foam roll, stretch, get sleep. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you have to change your life if you want to be a runner. Yeah, but so it's still really important, and I feel like it's such an obvious tip. Like for so many reasons in your life, you should get more sleep. But for yeah, I love sleep. And then one more, but okay. this is also this is was my second small one that was also a during. Okay. Download an app to track your run. It's obvious, then, but yeah. I, like you'll punch yourself if you want to start tracking your progress and you don't track your first couple runs because you want to see exactly where you started. So. There's the Nike running app, which screw Nike. I hate them, but I had to mention it. Map my run and Strava. Yeah, map my run I've used. Yeah, Strava is the other one that's really I big. I've never used Fitbit it but. right now, but if you don't have a Fitbit yet or if you don't have one at all, you can use the those apps. You just use your phone. I recommend Map My Run. I use that a lot. There's the GPS. Yeah, it's pretty app. accurate. Yeah. I mean, it's it's absolutely accurate. So use that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and can it sync? I think you can sync with a couple of things, but whatever. It doesn't matter. You figure that out. On the run. On the run. 
Wait, one more thing about tracking. Sorry, I just have to say it. It is important. Um, I also think it's good to get yourself disconnected from some of the data sometimes and like the time and the pacing. Like I really try not to look at it every second on my runs, but I know some people do and it's really easy to get obsessed with that stuff. Um, So just a reminder that data is not everything. And sometimes it's good to just go on a run without it. Yeah, and also same thing with without the music. I don't know people who do it. Although, like I said, sometimes I have to talk to myself. There's times where when the run gets hard, I take my headphones out and I listen to myself breathing or I listen. That could also be helpful in the beginning too. So to backtrack a little bit, if you have trouble breathing, which I'm going to talk about this on the run. I have actually some really good facts about breathing. Great. But um, if you're having trouble, sometimes – Throw away the music. Yeah, throw away your your Fitbit and just focus on just trying to do what you're doing because that's the other thing too. And we'll, we'll obviously also talk about mentality. But if you're not focusing on the breathing and the the posture and all that stuff, like sometimes the the music can distract you from that, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So um, for on the run – I think there's a couple of things you should decide sort of before you this is sort of before, but it kind of counts for you, you. You will figure this out as you continue running, but deciding if indoor or outdoor is good for you. For me, I'm usually street running because if I run on a treadmill after at least five minutes, my knees will like break basically, <laughs> or they'll, they'll start hurting to the point where I can't keep running. It starts like snapping almost like the one, kneecap which I don't know if that's like a bigger issue for me but I really if anything if I'm ever running on a treadmill which I actually I'm saying this but I was on one yesterday running and it was terrible but not because of my knee but because I was only I was trying to run two miles and I forget I think I only had like shorts left in my closet honestly and I was like I need to run tomorrow I don't want to do laundry so I went to the gym and ran on a treadmill and guess what it didn't go well so there's my answer but The other thing, and I know you do this a lot, so maybe you can speak to it a little bit more, but um, if street running, street running can also be hard on your joints. I think treadmills are probably the hardest, and then the street running um, is also kind of up there with that. I don't notice it so much, but it depends on, like, the person, obviously. Trail running is a little bit softer, so that could be better, but also you might encounter like rocks and branches. And I, I put in my yeah. notes, I put in my notes, <laughs> danger. That'd be a danger for me. I'm pretty, um, I trip a lot, so. <laughs> but yeah, and and then one last thing about the treadmill if you are gonna do that and that works for you, I think considering that the pacing is gonna be different because the treadmill is very flat, whereas street running is not. So you want to maybe set a 1% incline, I think is usually the rule. of Yeah, that's like the general rule of thumb. Although I did do a, um, I read a research study that it depends on the distance that you're doing. So pretty much if you're doing like less than a three mile run, um, also your pace, it matters. Like if you're faster runner versus slower, like if you're doing a 11 minute one mile run they say it really the one incline isn't going to make that much of a difference right um but obviously it'll just I I think it just helps your endurance but apparently like studies say that there is a there's like a threshold to where it matters and where it doesn't um 
but I mean, just figure out what works for you. I've been trying, I don't like the treadmill, but I actually ran on the treadmill today because with the winter coming, I want myself to be comfortable doing either or if I have to. Yeah, so. that's fair. Um, I think too about the whole treadmill incline thing, like in the beginning, you probably really shouldn't even be worried about that, like pacing. And yeah. just being oh, if you're just starting out. Yeah. Like yeah. just run. But if you do want to do that for yourself, you know, if you're that type of person that wants to make it realistic, then yeah, just go for the 1% incline and it'll be just as accurate as running on the street. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll say I did all my first runs, like when I did C to 5k and even like the bridge to 10k, I did all of that on a treadmill and I did it just at zero incline. And then it was after that when I committed to the half where I like transitioned to outside. Yeah. Well, the other thing, I think too about treadmill running that I like about it because I used to run on the treadmill during when I was playing lacrosse because I wanted to control my speed and I think that was kind of part of it I find it difficult Mm -hmm. to control my speed when I'm out there just looking at my watch because if I look away from my watch I can kind of slow down a little bit it's you kind of have to like feel that out and get used to what that like what a certain pace feels like whereas like with the treadmill it's like you're going whatever speed you put it on so you know okay if I do if I have this at this speed at seven minutes I'm gonna do three miles in 21 minutes and you can speed up if you if it looks like oh you know I'm not gonna run it in under 30 like you can control all that and I think Mm -hmm. that's something that I wish that's why I kind of wish I could run on treadmills a little bit more I would if I could I guess yeah um okay let's talk about breathing now okay yeah. Breathing. 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 Yeah. So I was, what I was going to say earlier was like, that was something that was really hard for me first starting out. Um, I think I might've said maybe in the first episode when I first, like when I used to run that my chest would get really cold and like I cough all the time because yeah, I was, was the same thing. breathing through my mouth. Um, so I literally like had to look it up. Like once I committed to doing like the C to 5k, I was like, oh, yeah. I, guess I have to learn how to breathe. Um, and so I had looked up like rhythmic breathing which is actually like a really difficult concept to understand it's like about breathing in when certain feet hit the floor and whatever so if that's too complex for you that's fine but so the other thing that I learned was that you really have to learn to just breathe through your diaphragm like a lot of people are breathing through your chest so when you breathe in you should actually be seeing your stomach like move like out yeah Um, and you're breathing through your diaphragm which is what you should be doing while running So, like, you can definitely sit down and practice that. The reason why that's important is because what happens to your body when you start running is you you obviously up your heart rate and you your blood starts flowing really quickly and your brain needs more oxygen in order to get that you know blood to throw flow through your body and everything. So you start panic breathing. You start going (gasps) because your body's like, holy shit, we need we need more oxygen, more oxygen. So that's why the diaphragmatic breathing breathing not only helps you like take in as much oxygen as possible but it also has a calming effect so it's gonna calm you down like you were saying last episode about you know you were gonna throw up your you were nauseous you just started breathing like it it very much physically has a calming effect towards your body so that'll also help you with your mental too because when you start panic breathing your mental syncs up with that and is like oh my god I hate this oh my god this is terrible that's why everybody who starts out running is like and has the complaint of like I can't breathe I'm gonna die I don't know why yeah so that's why it's so important I want to share like a really funny story. I don't know if you remember this at all, Carly, but it just came to me as we're talking about this. Yeah. In eighth grade in Miss Stanley's science class, oh God. Oh God. right? Um, 
No, I we did it like a science experiment yeah. and somebody had to run down the hall and we had to talk like we somebody was taking their heart rate by counting right. how many beats per minute and somebody else had like a timer and they were de- we had to determine if you actually you slow down your breathing faster by breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth or by mouth breathing. Yeah. Like by, like, so it was like actively trying to slow your heart rate down after running. Yeah. And so that was literally a test we did like an experiment we did in eighth grade. You don't remember? No, I died of no memory of that. All I remember is I was um, not the runner. I did not volunteer to do that, obviously. I don't think I did it either. I don't even I mean I was the stopwatch person, which probably looking back like wasn't the best. You don't want to show off, I'm surprised. No, by then I wasn't like a track <laughs> I wasn't a track star then. I was like still too shy. Sedentary and couch potato form. And uh, yeah, but yeah, no, it's true. And so also yoga can help you with breathing and, and you can look up ways to do it. I think a visual is more helpful. I could breathe for you on this podcast. Pretty much just <laughs> In through the nose. I could just mouth. sit here like this. Well, that's what I did last week when I told my story. I basically like did it like true. just naturally as I was telling it. <laughs> but so one, two other things about that. So I actually have, the information on the rhythmic breathing that you were talking about. But also before that, the other thing that helps with breathing is having good posture. So they always say to, you know, act like there's like a thread pulling up your head and your, mm-hmm. your shoulders are back and your chest is sort of straight and your head is up. Um, Eye contact is a really easy way, I think, to maintain that. Like if you're actually looking like straight sight line, that kind of keeps it, you know, your head and your neck and your back in line. So just make sure you're like not looking down at the floor. If you're looking, I mean, that's another good. It's a lot easier. That's a good tip too, because I I feel like people tend to look at their feet. Like I think that that's like a Mm -hmm. natural reaction. I mean, obviously, if you're on trail running, maybe you have to look down to make sure you're not tripping. But if you're otherwise on a flat surface, I'd say definitely look ahead. It helps with the posture and. Uh, well, also too, and being cognizant of that when you are in pain, because when you're in pain, that's when you want to hunch over. When you're when you get a cramp, that's when you want to hunch over. So I think that you know, just paying attention to it and just being aware of it, and that's kind of why I said the whole thing about maybe not listening to music in the beginning because. These are things you you have to be thinking about all these different things, and then I'm going to throw another monkey wrench at you because the thing that you were talking about, how you want to breathe on certain feet, mm-hmm. it is very complicated. However, the the point of it is, if you breathe out the same time, like if you're breathing out at the same time that your left foot hits the ground, because a lot of people, the natural reaction is to sync up with the movement, like sync up their breath mm-hmm. with the movement. That's kind of just like where you fall into place. Most people do right. that. If you're breathing out every single time when your left foot hits the ground, you're actually more likely to get an injury because what happens when you breathe out is you loosen your core. So you lose stability at the impact of your foot hitting the ground. So you are basically like making yourself vulnerable to an injury on the left side of your body because you're constant every time your left body, all that weight hits the ground, you're loosening up and losing the posture that you had. So your, your hip could start hurting, your back could start hurting, and you'll have no idea why, but that could be the whole reason why. So the thing that they say is to, to try to count your breathing and breathe in for two steps and then out for one so that it's on and off, if that right. makes sense. 
So again, really, really complicated. Like it sounds really complicated and it's difficult, but this is stuff is just like so important to get down because you'll have such a better experience running. Yeah, but if you want to look it up, there's a bunch of YouTube videos on it. It's called yeah. rhythmic breathing. I really like the running channel, by the way. For oh yeah. Type of stuff. Uh, yeah. I have one more during thing. Do you yeah, have any? I have another one okay. too. But go ahead. Well, I feel like I should have said this maybe during before, um, but I kind of put safety with like during just like because it really just does oh, depend on yeah. the time of day. Like yeah. if you're running either in the early morning or at night. Um, I actually, my mom got me last year for Christmas something like some light up things. So I have like oh, a couple cool. that go on zippers, some that go on the back of my shoes. Um, obviously, they sell like belts that um, are reflective. So obviously, just make sure that we're when you're running um that you're just aware of your surroundings and if it's at night that you're wearing reflective gear or running like maybe at a track instead where it's lit on the flip side my mommy gave me pepper spray and she told me to use my keys to stab someone in the eye <laughs> that's another option two types of moms you know what i mean yeah. um <laughs> what was your yeah. next one well so to go along with breathing a little bit was cramps Mm, and inevitable knowing yes they're inevitable what my dad always used to tell me was my my dad was in the army for like four years and actually when you said before don't drink and then run the next day um my dad told me that he used to be out till the bar at two and then he would get up for pt at five and run five miles with a group of men who reeked of alcohol at the end fun little anecdote from mr chopper but he um but what he did always say was that he's like he's like you know nobody's a runner when they go into the military like nobody's I mean some people are in really good shape but not everybody is and he said that they always tell him like if you keep running it'll go away and that's so hard to tell yourself and to realize but it's it's the truest thing ever and and one thing that you can do to actively try to get it to go away is to breathe better and to have to stop one thing that you can do uh you can stop and walk if if it's really that bad and it's debilitating but it will go away so don't just stop your whole run but something that I do that works for me which this might go against like breathing techniques but I like to breathe in really deep even if it hurts and then like push it out and be like and like really like it sounds really (laughs) but like really like push it out because for some reason, that makes me feel better. I don't know if that's actually a good technique, but maybe just no <laughs> basis behind it. That's just what you think. To the breathing, so it just makes me feel like I'm like pushing it out, you know. But anyway, that was my. I feel like that was my last thing for during. Oh, um, I mean, this is sort of during and after. So, do you have anything for else for on the run? No. Maybe just mentality and mindset. Oh, well, yeah, that's a great one. We could do a a hard one. So I think running is, and like you probably heard this a thousand times before, but it it really is mental. It's a mental battle. It's you versus you in your little head. Like your head is like, nah, like why are we doing this, bro? Like this isn't cool. So you have to constantly, like I said, I take my headphones off and I talk to Carly. I'm like, yo, Carly, listen, you said you were going to do six miles today. You you're holding yourself to it. Don't quit on yourself. Like I say things to myself. It sounds really stupid. And sometimes I will say them out loud. I look absolutely insane, but it works and yeah. it's not silly. It it really does work. So I think 
that is another really important thing to remember is that what you're doing is not easy, no matter if you're literally running the pace that someone else is walking. It doesn't matter. You're exerting yourself. It's very difficult and it's very hard to keep doing. And so sometimes you actually have to coach yourself in your head to keep going. So that's me. So So I, when I'm done, I'm trying to picture myself finishing a run here. I (laughs) I I keep walking. I don't, Well, yeah, I would always say, like, give yourself a cool down. They also say to keep your head above your heart. It's important. I don't know why. That's why, like, they don't suggest anymore, like, to, well, like, put your, like, head between your legs. Is that still a good thing? Uh, I heard, like, the opposite. (laughs) Right? No, I think, I think you're right. Well, yeah, because I'm saying, because if you think about it, if your head is not above your heart, your, your brain's not getting any oxygen. You could freaking, like hurt yourself you can pass out <laughs> yeah but yeah always like keep walking cool down never just like stop after like yeah that out. is so <laughs> that's so critically important they always say too if you're doing a run that's like really really pushing your limits you should do like a 10 minute walk like walking yeah. after because you're the the second you stop your muscles are just gonna they're just gonna like freeze up especially if it's cold oh my god yeah I would say definitely walk until your breathing returns to a normal level um at the minimum so you're back under the cardio level right yeah Yeah. um the other thing I go home and I chug water which maybe isn't great for my you shouldn't chug water especially well it also depends like on the run um but generally you shouldn't chug it if you're like yeah, yeah, well, whatever. And I shower, obviously, because I smell bad. So for after the run, um, I say immediately after, I always end up drinking some water and I'd say some light stretching. I usually end up like showering and then doing my foam roll session, um, but I say always foam roll, especially after a long run. Uh, what are your like go-to like um, nutrition after a run? Um, that's when they say you should start eating protein. Yeah. To help your muscles recover. They actually say chocolate milk is like one of the best post-run if recovery. If you dairy, but. <laughs> but, yeah. but they the, say that it's like one, it has a lot of. Is because it's the, it's a lot yeah. of protein. Yeah. Yeah. So, a protein shake is a good one for after a run too. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously just like any normal, I mean, if you're having like a full meal, like protein, Ooh. vegetables. Yeah. Eat. And. And feel good about it. Yeah, feel good. <laughs> also, I was saying, track your track your stuff, track your progress. Um, yeah. And I, we keep we both keep journals. We both keep logs of runs, and it's helpful to write down notes about how you were feeling, what you ate before, mm-hmm. like you know what you did, because now you can self correct and you can say that run felt terrible, but you can start looking if there's a pattern of every time you have, you know, a Quaker Oats bar before your run, you feel terrible, then maybe you need to switch that up. You know, this is kind of how you become, a you, you start to enjoy running and you become a runner is by staying consistent, obviously, but holding yourself to certain goals and holding yourself to certain plans. And that happens before and after the run, but especially after because, you know, one run doesn't really do enough to to get you into it. You have to keep trying it and you have to keep going back to it and you have to keep getting better. So 
you know, knowing at the very end of the run that the next one's going to be even better. Love that. Yeah, that's cute, right? I saw a motivation <laughs> left at 6 p.m. <laughs> yeah, nice. Are you going to go for a run now? <laughs> Probably not. Oh, I'm in okay. my head right now. So I have – so I don't go based on days because I probably should, but I just make sure I get the runs done because my schedule is like all over the place. So I've done yeah. two two-mile runs so far this week and a yoga class. So I have nice. cross-training. So for I want to do – half hour bike, half hour lift for my cross training sessions and a three mile run and a four mile run left. And honestly, the next two days are so much warmer than today. So I'm really thinking I might just like go to the gym and sit on a bike for half an hour and then like do some squats. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. (laughs) All right. Well, I got to get out of here. I got to go eat some dinner. Um, So I got to go to New Jersey. Nice. Oh, I literally just told everyone like where we live. I mean, you already told everyone you live in Hoboken. They like, <laughs> <laughs> but like we were afraid to tell them where our hometown public library was. We're like, yeah, whatever. Anything with not we shouldn't tell anyone where we live. Like, also find my name, go to my actual Instagram, and see the places I can assist. Like, someone will find me if they really wanted to. Okay, well, <laughs> you're going to, like, hear Carly on the next episode of one of those crime podcasts. You're going to be like, missing girl, Carly, <laughs> told her location on her public podcast. All right, well, that's it for now. Um, I'm so lonely. Uh, I'll, I'll close this out. Check us out at Love Myself Podcast on Instagram. Email us, lovemyselfpodcast at gmail.com. We're Brooke and Carly. This is the Love Myself Podcast. Check us every Monday with a new episode. And... We're out. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>